What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 194 of the podcast. I would like to talk about the perpetual lack of gratitude that is constantly on display in the interactive art medium industry, the games industry. Let's just be blunt. Today, PlayStation revealed their PlayStation Studios logo and for your sakes, I will try not to let this devolve into a big cathartic rant because no one likes to hear those for too long of a time. But I need to respectfully call out someone from this industry regarding their consistent, repeated instances of jadedness, lack of gratitude, and the assumption that the person listening or watching their content, the audience, basically doesn't matter. In terms of their own experience of the industry, that's all that they care about. That's all that they account for in the way that they speak. I'll give you one instance. This person was being was asked what they thought of the Resident Evil demo, uh, Resident Evil 2, I think. And this person, being an industry um, correspondent, journalist, had access to that early demo where the rest of the world did not. Um, and when asked about it, how what they thought, blatantly out the gate, it was like, well, I've already played it, so... Already played it. Already... Fi- no, actually, no. Already finished it. Already finished it. You know, right out the gate. No, like... And I have never heard this person speak of something emphatically from out of the gate. There is always a half a kilometer thick wall of jadedness and downplaying and lack of gratitude that any fucking thing that crosses this person has to fight its way through to to achieve anything resembling an enthusiastic or supportive or positive reaction i am sick to death of people not having a space in them of gratitude and speaking from that space and at least touching base with that space before immediately going into expressing jadedness or expressing lack of gratitude or disillusionment or skepticism or cynicism it's cancerous it is it shortens your life it is unpleasant to listen to and it, it, it staggers me because to be able to stay that way, to, to continue being like that, you honestly need to be enabled. And this person lives in the US and there's a lot of bad stuff happening there, I understand. There's a lot of bad stuff happening everywhere. And it's impossible to not be affected by that. But what it is possible to do is to not project that. You can be affected without projecting. And you can carry yourself with more... Again, I'm not saying be happy-go-lucky, but I'm just saying don't just shit on things out the gate or sublimate shitting on things as being a critic, as being, oh, I'm taking a critical lens. It's like you can have excitement and then scale things back, 
talk constructively, talk objectively, talk logically, but nothing is stopping you from just having a genuine human reaction to this stuff which people pour hours and hours and hours of their lives into, and you honestly just sit there commenting. Fuck, if, there's, if, if we don't start getting more gratitude in this fucking industry, it's gonna fucking drive me away. I've already, st- like the, the, the Microsoft thing, we can talk about that, um, uh, th- that disconnection, you know, on their part, at the same time, I want to say it was very, very overreacting, like there's just so much disconnection, Microsoft disconnected one from, from what people, uh, and from what uh, it, the, the, uh, the essence of the, of the art form is, which is, you know, something that I just don't think anyone is really, truly embracing, which is this art form that can uh, speak to the human condition on the on the deepest level because of the shared interactivity with life itself. I don't see anyone tapping into that, sadly, unfortunately. Um, uh, so there's a lack of being in touch with their audience, with who they are, with what they're doing on Microsoft's part. But even more, there's just this rabidness of of, of ungratitude. And again, it's it, it is possible to be negative without being just slimy and gross and just. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 uh, it is very much like a disease. Like there's just it's all over the place right now. So anyway, I'm actually um, driving, so <laughs> I had to kind of discuss this stuff as as it sort of came up. So um, so I'm I'm wondering whether or not to identify this person because because I do respect them a lot. Uh, I've I've actually you can look through the Reddit history. Uh, of my posts, you can see that I've been supportive of this person and, and I've really commended him for his hot takes. Uh, and outside, if you strip away the cynicism, um, you, you get, you, you're left with someone who's probably one, like the, one of the, if not the best members of his crew, uh, of, of analysts and art and entertainment commentators, right? So, at this point, having expressed my gratitude for the person and my respect for them journalistically, I, I enjoy how he phrases himself so tactfully. He has some wonderful points, but he is sinking. He is drowning in cynicism. And that figure is um, Imran Khan from Kind of Funny. Um, yeah, dude, like much love, truly much love. Um, and I'm open to a back and forth discussion about uh, about where you're at with the industry. I, I'm not immune. I have dipped into, um, some projection myself, but, uh, you know, and, and I'm an empath and, um, and, and someone who certainly understands frustration and jadedness, especially in these times. But, um, but it's, dude, it, it's a shame because it really, I really, it, it prevents you from fully, uh, from, I think it prevents you from from succeeding, honestly, even even further than you have. And, and I have even more hopes for you beyond um, what Kind of Funny is right now. I, I believe Kind of Funny is on such an upward trajectory. The energy of Kind of Funny is is one of positivity that is also tempered by, you know, a sense of being critical, rational thinkers instead of extremist uh, opinions. And and I love that you don't participate that in either. Um, you're, you're not heightened, you're not loud, you're all these things that I'm extremely grateful for. And I think the reason why it frustrates me is because, um, is, be, is really, it is because I care. It really is. So, um, unfortunately, that's kind of how it sort of uh, felt 
natural for me to kind of start this uh, this uh, sort of mini episode is what, is what it's going to end up being because I've got work soon. Um, but yeah, uh, but we can touch a little bit more on the Microsoft stuff. Look, um, like uh, it, it was what it was. It wasn't next gen by, by, by any stretch. Um, you know, uh, it's almost as though Microsoft forgot what um, they kind of forgot what, what a next gen reveal is, frankly, because um, it, and, and they forgot about the power of a next gen reveal. The power of a next gen reveal is that it can, when handled correctly, uh, just blow everyone else out of the water. It, it can be a history-making moment, because and especially now we're in a we're in a place where there's 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 you know rumors of you know there's um uh, like ray tracing or all this all this wonderful stuff, right? Um, and it's just uh, you know it's we're coming basically one for one right there with uh, um, with ILM and Weta Digital and, and these kinds of things. So so you, so you really really could have just again even if you were like quote unquote like fudging it a little bit, um, you really honestly could have um, you know stepped it up and shown something that felt truly next gen. Um, and, and look, literally just take Death Stranding for an example. So Death Stranding revealed itself in an engine which they didn't end up using, but it was 90, 90% reflective of what ended up being, um, uh, you know, revealed. So, so I just, I, I cannot fathom, I really cannot fathom that there wasn't some thought process um, behind, uh, there wasn't some thought process or consideration or potential pitch or plan of, releasing something like a Banjo-Kazooie 3 uh, in, in perfect next-gen graphics or something, or uh, or a Soul Reaver teaser uh, in perfect photoreal graphics, and then figuring out the deal after. Like, you need to recognize these things as, you know, again, I, I this is all coming from love. It, it all comes from me wanting people to succeed, yeah? So, so yeah, it's, it's a bit frustrating from that point of view. Um, um, but for the rest, look, uh, I, I Scorn is beautiful, and I reached out. I reached out actually to the Ebb Software folks. Uh, um, I think on two occasions, once uh, like a, a couple months ago, um, and once uh, just recently. You know, I'm just making sure that as I park, that I do not destroy my car. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, and, and I expressed to them like you know they have a I, I read an interview with the Ebb Software folks about how their goal is to kind of portray organs and all these internal things which we have vilified and, and called gross and disgusting. Like these are the things that bring us life, that keep us alive. So it's what a beautiful central conceit for like uh, an atmospheric, you know, existential kind of puzzle game, if you will. So yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, I obviously, just like all of you, have my sort of ongoing uh, wish list of uh, what I would love for there to to be revealed, you know. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 kind of that's kind of where I'm at. I also just you know um, the state of play was 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 announced um, for uh, for for May, uh, and that's um, you know that's that's the Sony state of play, and um, and that's going to be all Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, related and i'm really really looking forward to that um because i think that um sucker punch have just been doing something beautiful quietly working away at a base basically a dream come true type type game 
uh, which is the interactive Akira Kurosawa. <laughs> um, and I think that that's going to be very special. Um, uh, I, I read an article recently about how it was going to be like they used the proper sort of ancient dialect, ancient Japanese dialect. So um, it's going to be period accurate, uh, you know, to like to the nth degree, which is wonderful. Um, so yeah, and sorry about all the background noises if there are any. Just kind of making my way, um, and then also messaging people because I'm like like two minutes late, but that's all good. Um, so yeah, you're essentially joining me. It's like if we were work colleagues, you'd be you and I would just be chatting on the way to my work. Um, so yeah, um, um, it's very it's very difficult to uh, <laughs> to anticipate things in, in the COVID era, which is, it's, it's totally fine. Like, you know, I, um, I, I would re I would really, I would really look, I would really want, um, for there to be like a proper schedule revealed for summer of gaming, for instance, um, and, and summer games fest. Uh, I think that nomenclature is a bit curious, you know, with, with both of them, uh, sort of having that summer aspect, but, you know, I, I think this, both of those combined really tell me that um, we're well and, well and truly uh, at the point where you know E3 is, is a, definitely a thing of the past, which I'm in full support of. So there you go. Wonderful. Um, and I mean, I actually saw something in the news recently about someone adapting a Bob Dylan film, a Bob Dylan album into a film. And I was like, this is really going to open up the path for, uh, you know, things like a Mastodon video game to be created or a Tool video game uh, or a Meshuggah video game to be made. So if we're crossing mediums that way, it's going to be great. Anyway, I better dash, but um, yeah, so just like a quick 15-minute um, um, catch up with, with all of you lovely folks. Um, you can expect a state of play watch along, which I'll be doing on Thursday or Friday, whatever the case may be. Um, but for the rest... Take care and have a lovely rest of the day and until next time, bye for now.